0: What 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 about about what what about Welcome to What It's About, the podcast of poorly researched and strongly held opinions with Kyle and Claire. Hello! How are you today, Claire?
1: I am very well. I still have a broken ankle, that's a thing, for weeks, months. It will never end. How are you?
0: I'm great. We're here in the brand new What It's About studio.
1: (laughs) Uh, The first thing I did was come in and criticize Carl's wallpaper.
0: (laughs) And and make make no comment of the painstakingly installed rubber flooring with carpets over it.
1: What? I said the rubber flooring was very good. It kind of looks like a children's gymnasium setup. Like if I fell, I wouldn't break my wrist.
0: It literally is that. It literally, I bought flooring that would belong like this wasn't marketed for people with fucking podcast studios. <laughs> like it was, it was literally a listing for like people with, um, for like gyms. Like the the Taobao video was like somebody dropping a big set of weights and stuff, mm. and I was like, oh, this will be good, so oh, that my neighbors smell. don't yell at me.
1: That's the smell. <laughs> The combination of you having run out of deodorant and the rubber <laughs> matting—it smells like a gym. <laughs>
0: Um. <laughs> uh, yes. Does that suit my personality?
1: Yeah, it kind of does. I mean, you know, you're clearly an avid gym goer, Kyle.
0: Um. I I've been an on and off avid gym goer. Does that make Does that make you avid? <laughs> that, that
1: totally counts. That totally counts. I'm very avid when I'm there. Getting there. I'm less avid about. I feel like we've said avid too many times. Now.
0: Avid. <laughs> Um, But no,
1: we had to take a break because Carl had to move house. It was very stressful. But he's uh, in now.
0: Stressful for you.
1: Uh, I got a lot of complaints from your wife throughout (laughs) this process. And I've been a very good and supportive friend.
0: Uh, Okay. Perfect. Five facts in five minutes. Okay. You want to go or should I go? You go. Researchers believe that peak oil usage... For the entire planet, was two thousand and eight, two
1: thousand
0: nineteen, no, and will be for all of eternity. So they, so they think that, uh, so basically, oil usage was rising, rising, rising. Since the beginning of time, mm. since like the Middle Ages, did do we use oil for?
1: I don't think so. Very much uh, sticks then. They burned f- oil. I think the Middle Ages, uh, like maybe, but I don't think they were like getting petrol out of the ground. Okay,
0: fair enough. um <laughs> uh, So like it's risen, uh, it's risen since then. And two thousand nineteen was like peak world oil usage, and then twenty twenty had a huge crash in oil because well,
1: but Rona, right?
0: Yeah, because of the run. And they think that with the rise of electric cars, um, because other systems are getting more efficient um that uh because of uh solar panels because actually people still burn oil for for a lot of home usage um that 2019 was probably uh the the peak oil usage of the of the entire world
1: i mean let's hope so it's kind of depressing it was only 2019 i was hoping (laughs) for like earlier my parents have solar panels on their house that that do
0: all of their power or um
1: so i think the way it works is if they have excess power in a day they sell it to the national grid Mm. and then they pay for whatever electricity they use when like in the winter um but i think it ends up making them a little bit of money every year like Mm. they don't pay for any electric they generate Mm -hmm. more than they use Mm -hmm. it's not a lot but my parents are but the solar panels
0: provide a net At least a net. More than they use. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Also, they are a household of two, so Mm. and they have a pretty big roof. Mm. So therefore, a lot of solar panels on the roof. But I mean, it's better than nothing, right? Wicked. They have like light tunnels and stuff in their roof to like, so you don't need to use the lights in the day. Wicked. Yeah. Very cool. Um. So, due to some new regulations that have just come out in the UK um romany gypsies or roma travelers are facing loads of like persecution at the moment which has kind of been like all of european history but they're in the news loads at the minute which means on lots of podcasts lots of roma people are being interviewed i was listening to the last episode of the guilty feminist which had three really interesting roma guests and they were talking about the roma language which is an indo-aryan language and it's not written down at all so there's no like written recording of the language So like no dictionary exists.
0: Hmm. How do you learn it?
1: You learn it by being born Roma and growing up learning it.
0: Mm.
1: Um, But they're worried it's going to become like a forgotten language. But there are actually loads of Roma words that we use in English all the time and you probably didn't even know it. So I'm Mm. going to test you. Okay. A lot of them are very British. Okay. Because Romany travellers, Gypsies, uh, are predominantly be, in Europe.
0: Before we get to the test, they mm. um, uh, so there was a push in the U.S. a few years ago to um, to make. Recordings of all the Native American languages that are dying out. Mm. Um, so they actually had people that went around to different tribal elders because they're usually the people, the only people who can still speak it in mm. in, you know, to completion, and had them read loads of words and say different sentences and tell stories and mm. and things like that, like just to get it on record, just to preserve it because the language is dying.
1: Yeah, that'd be so sad. I mean, that. In England, there are, apparently there aren't that many Roma people that speak it like fluently as like a native tongue. It's mainly English, but with Roma words like mm-hmm. thrown in. But um, Roma people, so they come. Roma people are originally from India, but are now predominantly all across Europe. Mm. Um, so it was like the sixteenth century they moved over. Mm. Um, so yeah, people are starting to worry about this language being lost, and there are loads of different dialects. So people are starting to record it. But it's crazy. Mm. And I didn't know how many words we use like nearly every day mm-hmm. that are actually Roma. Mm. So, ready for Hit the me. test? Um, this is going to be tricky for you because a lot of them I think are very British. Mm-hmm. Like, I would use them. We'll start with an easy one. Um, Wonga.
0: W-O-N-G-A.
1: Yeah, Wonga. No, no, you don't even... That's is, it a,
0: is it a verb?
1: That's an easy one. No, uh-huh. it's not a verb.
0: I have no idea. It's a noun. Which means? Money. Oh.
1: gives you Wonga. Like give us a Okay, okay. Wonga. Uh togs.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a uh something you wear.
1: Yeah, get your get your togs off. It's clothes. Okay. You get your togs on. Okay. Uh I think of shorts when I hear togs. Uh. I don't know why. Uh a skip.
0: Uh, like not the not to skip. Okay. A skip. Like a captain?
1: No. <laughs> a skip is, you know the thing you put outside your house when you're, like, wrecking a bathroom and you chuck the bath in it? To be taken away. I have it's like a giant metal container that you, like, put, like, rubble in. And then a lorry okay. comes and picks it up. Okay. And it it away. That's a skip.
0: Like we, a dumpster. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Like
1: a huge dumpster. We call it a uh-huh. skip. Um, so... A lot of people go, like, skip diving, where mm. if you want, you, you've got an eye on that bath, mm. you'd go and skip dive to get it out. Mm. Uh, I did a lot of it at uni, because I'm uh, poor. Um, but a skip comes from the Roma word for basket.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, scran. This is from the north of England. Uh,
0: pass. Food. Okay.
1: It means to eat. Pal. Like friend? Yeah, brother, but friend. Okay. Mullard.
0: Spell it for me?
1: M-U-L-L-E-R-E-D. Mullered.
0: Drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Drunk. Or,
1: if I was going to, like, knock you to the ground and beat you up, I could muller you. Okay. Like, ah, oh, fucking Kyle, let's muller him. Let's have him. <laughs> I like that. Um, lollipop.
0: Um, you know what a lollipop is. I know what a lollipop is. The candy. Um, what is the... Uh, in the UK, the, the lollipop girls are the, the people who help you cross the yeah. street, right? lollipop lady. Lollipop lady. Because you've got
1: a sign in the shape of lollipops. Yeah. A lollipop's <laughs> a circular candy on a stick. But um, they think that lollipop comes from the Roma word, which sounds similar to lollipop, uh, because Roma people used to sell candied apples on sticks.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, Two more for you. divi or a div. Uh,
0: to separate...
1: Someone that's stupid, well, yeah, divvy up, you're right, but yeah. no. Someone If someone's stupid or a bit crazy, they're a bit of a div.
0: Ah, oh, okay. Like airheaded. Okay. It comes
1: from the Roma word for mad. Oh. And last one, cushy. No idea. Like, your life's pretty cushy. Like cushy? Yeah, like nice and easy and chilled. Cushy. Okay. So these are Roma words that we use, like, nearly, well, I use all the time. Dope. I mean, you don't, but I do. <laughs>
0: Uh, because you're very cushy. hmm Florida this week made it illegal to refuse service to someone for not showing the quote-unquote vaccine passport or for showing proof of vaccination.
1: Hang on. Let me wrap my head around that.
0: So it, it's illegal to mandate COVID vaccines okay. for any business in Florida.
1: Okay. How do you feel about that?
0: I you know, I have mixed feelings about this. Yeah. This is actually something I wanted to I wanted to bring up here because it's like I think people should get vaccinated. I think it should be a choice to get vaccinated. I think uh that should that choice should have ramifications. Mm. You know, if you don't want to get vaccinated, fine, that's your choice. But there need to be repercussions for that choice you're not allowed in certain places or events or something like that those those choices have to be up to um the the business owner or the event organizer or whatever it is and so i understand somebody wanting to wanting to you know mandate this this type of thing at the same time you know, I'm a, I'm afraid, you know, I respect my privacy as much as everybody else does. You know, it, it is your medical history, mm. uh, you know, and so... Well, I mean, that's
1: a bit dramatic when people say it's your medical history. Because I'm like, it isn't, mate. It's whether you've had one jab. I don't want to know if you've had your gallbladder removed. Don't care if you've got your tonsils. Doesn't matter if you've got cancer or not. I just want to know if you've had the vaccine.
0: Yeah. Like, come on. But its it... <sighs> I don't know. Is it, is it like we don't require that for the measles? But maybe it- we should. Uh, should I don't we know? know. Like, you want you want somebody to have to show their fucking, uh, you know their their MMR, uh, you know certification. No, that's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have to show somebody. It mumps
1: and rubella. MMR. Yes,
0: but it's not a certification. No, but well, because uh, we don't have uh, them, right? But like right. proof
1: that you have medical records prove it. I don't know. I think anyone that doesn't get vaccinated is a fucking moron for everything. Basically, um, strong language. Stand by it. People that are like, <laughs> no man, I don't believe. A Especially people that don't get their kids vaccinated. I'm like, oh my God, please just do it. But I don't Hold think... on, hold
0: on, hold on. Just to, just to clarify, I don't mind you calling people fucking morons. Just to clarify which people you're calling morons. Oh,
1: anti-vaxxers.
0: Anti-vaxxers as a whole. Not people who don't want the COVID vaccine. I mean,
1: they're, they're heading towards that camp. They might not be at full fucking moron status yet, but I feel like they're drifting.
0: But but yes, it's I a new know.
1: vaccine. But like, it's been tested. People are getting it. Like, come on. It's been
0: tested on what timeline, man? This is true.
1: I mean, are you getting it here?
0: I'm. I'm considering it. It's not quite open for foreigners to get here yet. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's not quite necessary for me to get it at the moment because China effectively has zero cases, yeah, no cases. and we're not really able to travel yet. As it's looking, there may be some events towards the end of the year that I'll want to go to internationally. Um, in that case, I will probably get a vaccine before yeah. before I go before yeah. I do any I'm, traveling. I'm
1: signed up and registered. It's just because of the way getting the vaccine works here for foreigners. My area is fully booked, but I have two friends already have. I will do as soon as I can.
0: I've got friends who have yeah. gotten it. Like my, my, I encouraged my parents to get vaccinated yeah, in the in mine, the U.S. Mine have been. Um, but the Chinese vaccine and the vaccine they're offering in the U.S. are not the same. No, um, that's all I will say about that yes. at the moment. <laughs>
1: um, back to your kind of earlier point about like, should businesses be allowed to refuse people that haven't been vaccinated? Like, I think um, I, I think the government should stay out of people's stuff. Mm-hmm. a lot generally just mm-hmm. like leave people to do their thing it should be up to you if you want to do something or not but also if it's my business that i'm running if it's my hair salon i should have the right to oh but this is a slippery slope see i'm already un- uh, disagreeing is, is with slippery myself because i'm like you should have the right to deny service to someone but then i'm like what if that person's gay or what yeah. if that's a trans person yeah. should you have the right
0: yeah i mean but, not uh, uh, like, i'm, no, I'm agreeing with your line of <laughs> yeah. thought not with like, the it's
1: a slippery slope
0: and, and, you know, the people are throwing around the, you know, I don't like this type of argument generally, but it's like the same people who, you know, are denying service based on your sexuality are mm-hmm. the people who don't want you to be able to be denied service for the vaccine. Uh, you know, it, it is... Uh, I'm probably going to cut that part out. I don't I don't Yeah, that's uh,
1: pretty unsubstantiated, and, and but we're just we're making assumptions. That's
0: but that's a, I I'm seeing that all over Reddit yeah. and Twitter and stuff. People like people are making that argument and I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really agree with that argument, but I think it's I think it's if a it's discussion public worth health, having." health, different, right? Yeah. Like
1: if someone came into my hairdresser's and spat on the floor, I'd throw them out because it's unacceptable behavior in public. It's dirty and it's unhygienic. If you don't have the vaccine, is it the similar doing that? Like you're walking around. Do you have it? Are you going to spread it? Can you catch it from someone else? Are you putting other people at risk? Like I don't know.
0: It really is a slippery slope argument because, like then, you know, are we going to deny people service if they have the flu or if they or if they have a cold? Are you going to, um, you know, uh, deny? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there are... if
1: someone has the flu, yeah, you probably should be able to deny time service. But then how do you know they have the flu? Like, you're not a doctor.
0: Well, we have flu shots.
1: Yeah. You can still get the flu with flu shots. So, the thing that I've been very excited about over the past maybe 10 days um, is the new Lil, Lil Nas video. How does one say Lil?
0: Lil Nas X, yeah. I think you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lil, Lil Nas X.
0: <laughs> nas x that's, that's two two separate words
1: little nas x video which um when i checked today had over 99 million views on youtube um for the official video and like more on others and people have been going nuts about it
0: yes I haven't seen the video. I've seen oh all the... Oh my God, what? I've seen all the reactions to it. Oh my I've God, never, you haven't I haven't seen, seen it. the actual video. You
1: haven't... How have you not seen it? Can we, can we pause it and watch this right now? Sure. I don't want to do the rest of the podcast without you having seen it.
0: Should we do a live reaction? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so good. I can't believe you haven't seen it. This is three minutes of your life you're not going to regret.
0: For copyright issues, we can't play the music, so uh, I'm going to listen on headphones and not play the music, so you'll only be hearing my reaction. Yeah. Dramatic intro. Special effects are on point. Dude's got some unkept-looking dreads. Tune is pretty good. Cocaine and chicken with your friends. Oh, no. Two men kissed. Ooh, that's a bit dirty. <laughs>
1: it gets much better.
0: I really like the tune, actually. It's got, like, uh, the afro vibes a bit. Oh, the stripper pole up to heaven?
1: i down to hell, darling.
0: Oh. Spanning the multiverse there. Dope. <laughs> um, so now he's dry-humping Satan. hmm Oh. That's a, uh, that's a position right there. <laughs> okay. So, like...
1: He just became Satan.
0: Oh. Because he... Engaged in sexual activity.
1: No, because he killed Satan and took his crown.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, do you know oh, why? Good. Like, why has everyone gone mad?
0: I don't know why, because, you know, like... Okay, when I was growing up... Not <laughs> when I was growing up. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I would watch MTV all the fucking time. And, like... You ever see, like, the fucking 90s Britney Spears videos?
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ. You
0: know, where she's, like, what, 16 in those videos and in, like, a schoolgirl outfit and, like, you know... I mean, it's not homosexual. Like, like is that what Snoop- everyone's upset yeah, about? that's
1: what everyone's upset about. Like, any Snoop Dogg video from the 90s ever, where it's just a girl in the most minuscule thong-cut bikini you've ever seen, like, grinding on him.
0: Yeah. But everyone's well,
1: gone nuts about this.
0: Fuck Snoop Dogg. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, yeah, any hip-hop, any hip-hop video from the 90s or yeah. early 2000s yeah. is the same shit.
1: And everyone's gone nuts. I think it's amazing that a uh, black rapper has come out and been like, not only am I gay, but I've made the most like out and proud music video ever. And he did it because he was like, I grew up with all of you telling me I was gonna go to hell because I was a gay person. Mm. I believe that. So here I am. Mm. Like here I am in hell. Mm. And I actually wanna read this to you. He um wrote this and it's a 14-year-old a letter to his 14-year-old self. He says, Dear 14-year-old Montero, I wrote a song with our name on it. It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promise to never come out publicly. I know we promise to never be that type of gay person. I know we promise to die with the secret, but this will open doors for many other queer people to simply exist. You see, this is very scary for me. People will be angry. They will say I'm pushing an agenda. But the truth is, I am. The agenda to make people stay the fuck out of other people's lives and stop dictating who they should be. Sending you love from the future. Nice. Yeah, I think that's kind of perfect. He summed it up beautifully. And obviously, haters hate...
0: Dig it. Did you have a fact about this video, or?
1: Um. Well, my fact was that when I last checked, so now it's incorrect. <laughs> Ninety nine million views on YouTube. Okay. That was my fact. I mainly just wanted to like make you watch it and tell so you about it.
0: We're at uh, hundred twenty two million views. Jesus.
1: And I honestly think, like, as cultural markers go, I think this is going to be huge. Uh, like another big one was the for uh, queer culture was Call Me by Your Name, the film, which mm-hmm. won like a load of Oscars. Um, was amazing um hence why it's like referenced in this video in this Mm. song i think Mm. but i think this is going to be something that this will mark like a turning point i believe this is going to mark a turning point in like music and queer culture and i think that's or at least be like a milestone and i think that's really exciting
0: i don't think it's a turning point in anything
1: no you don't think it's a milestone i
0: think it's just a cool video
1: okay fair enough i mean i hope it is i hope this means that more people come out and feel like they can feel like they can exist. I
0: mean people people have been upset about music videos from from the beginning of music videos. Mm. But like literally every every genre of music, every artist, every outspoken, you know, musician mm. has a, a music video that causes hysteria to be honest. The this is this is the intended this is the intended outcome of a yeah. of a video like this. I mean, he you know, what a
1: cool uh, video though.
0: It is a cool video. It is a cool video. I got a lighthearted one for the last fact.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Um, a unintended. Uh, let's see. Uh, you could say an unanticipated consequence of COVID is that we are running out of not toilet paper, not masks and gloves, and um PPE. Uh, yeah, no PPE or cleaning equipment. Uh, can you guess what what we what we're facing a shortage of in the U.S. Flour. No, I have no idea. Ketchup packets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the dumbest
1: thing. Do you mean like the individual sachets of ketchup?
0: Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Oh my god, that's uh, so. It's American. actually causing a huge problem because uh, there there is a massive shortage of ketchup packets in the U.S. and Heinz ketchup cannot keep up with production, so they Why? keep they keep having to inc- increase production. Because a lot more people are doing takeout because they, they you know, you, you can't uh, do in, um, you know, in restaurant dining anymore. So they have to, any meal that includes ketchup, that ketchup has to be done on the side in a, in a packet. And um, so much of the restaurant business has moved to delivery and uh so people restaurants are no longer ordering bottles of ketchup to mm. keep inside which they could buy at a supermarket or their distributor or whatever now they're being forced to order uh ketchup packets and there's a huge shortage and when they can't get them then they have to order the the little fucking cups oh. with the top <laughs> and pay one of their poor servers <laughs> to sit in the back <laughs> squeezing ketchup from a bottle into these little fucking things all day, so that they can fill all their to-go order. It's ca- it's causing huge problems.
1: That's hilarious. I had no idea. So
0: thoughts and prayers to all of you out there who, who are <laughs> One out there squeezing ketchup.
1: You gotta hope it's the plastic ones because you know the glass ones that you gotta like oh, shake it uh, when it gets to the bottom. <laughs> 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 Okay, go. Okay. So I watched an incredible documentary, which has become one of the most watched uh, things on Netflix, which is pretty insane, um, called Seaspiracy, which everyone's been talking about. Uh, I watched it and I was like, Kyle, this is right up your alley. You should have a browse. So I made Kyle watch it. Um, and what I think is super interesting is I watched it and I was like, whoa, I need to rethink loads of things. Um, but kind of since I watched it, there's then been a load of fallout from it and a load of controversy, which I'm finding super interesting. Um, so if you haven't seen the do- the documentary, you should. So it's created by a guy called Ali Tabrizi, which is a cool surname, right? Um, who is 27 and from England. And it was produced by Kip Anderson, who is the same dude that did Cowspiracy. So he's like pro, super pro-vegan dude. Mm. Um, so he produced this one. Uh, and it follows this guy through kind of like a I would describe it as a voyage of discovery where he heads off to find out what's going on in the world of whaling um because he's anti whaling as most people are mm-hmm. um and he ends up finding out loads about like what fishing does to the ocean and how fishing is, like, wrecking said oceans, plastic in the ocean, loads of it comes from fishing, and he goes on to paint commercial fishing as, like, the worst thing that's ever existed. And I watched it, and I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like, why is half of this stuff still happening? And um, I still kind of feel that way. But since I saw it, loads of stuff has come out where people are like, a load of the facts that he's using are, like, old. Cherry-picked. Yeah, cherry-picked. A lot of them are old and have been debunked. It's mm-hmm. pushing, like, a hardcore don't-eat-fish, like, plant-based agenda. Mm-hmm. It's not giving very accurate views. But, I mean, what does give accurate views? Like, it wouldn't be a good... I mean, it wouldn't be super fun to watch if it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people have come out... Things, <laughs> I dis-
0: disagree with that statement, <laughs> but carry on. Like,
1: who wants the truth, Kyle? We got no room for it. I want drama. And he gives you bucket loads of drama. Um, but, yeah, loads of people have, have come out and been like, no, this isn't really accurate. But So I spent today, basically, wading through... Loads of like statements that a load of the charities he uh, spoke to have written, mm-hmm. and reading loads of like different interviews of like marine biologists. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's some stuff where I'm like, oh, hold, okay. hold, hold on,
0: hold on there for a second. Um, so the it, you know, it's funny that you introduce it as saying, you know, you thought this would be up my alley because people always assume that about me is that like <laughs> I, I, mean, I the, okay. you know, uh. That like I would be super into this documentary or that documentary, and the truth is, I generally fucking hate films like this.
1: Didn't you watch Cowspiracy and love it?
0: I hated Cowspiracy. I you told me
1: to watch Cowspiracy? No,
0: I did not. Maybe that was I a absolutely did not. I think Cowspiracy is like the definition of like a fucking dumb hippie documentary. Like it, it's not. It doesn't. I think cowspiracy does not do a good job explaining anything. I think it does not win anybody over to the argument that he's making. I don't know if documentaries really can. If I'm being if I'm being perfectly honest, um, and I think it's like a very vegan thing. Like hashtag watch Dominion. You ever seen Dominion? No. Hashtag watch Watch. Dominion. (laughs) Um, uh, So like, you know, people watch all these videos online of like animals being slaughtered and say like, oh, how how could we let this happen? And like, oh, this converted me. And people have stories of like, I watched this movie and then I became a vegan. And I'm like, no, man, I don't think anybody who, I don't think anybody who's serious about their life or the way that they eat or the way that they think about things was unaware of the things that are being covered in these documentaries. And I think that people need to display them honestly. And I think people need to, uh, you know, really do better than just showing some shocking fact and like take the hippie approach to filmmaking and expect it to, to be, Uh, super popular. I don't know why Cowspiracy was so popular. It drove me insane. I hated Cowspiracy. I really liked C-spiracy though. Mm. I I thought it was very well done. I think the underlying thesis I obviously agree with which is like you know, the the conspiracy. Do you want to
1: explain why you obviously? Because people don't know. I know.
0: Obviously. Uh, because you shouldn't eat fish. It's yeah. fucking obvious as so, hell. <laughs>
1: Kyle, just so everyone knows, <laughs> Kyle is predominantly plant based as a human being. I call him vegan. He gets real shitty with me for calling him vegan. He is predominantly plant based. That's his label. Okay, all uh, P-P-B. Of the,
0: that's not that is not my <laughs> label. Uh, What's your label? Uh, I don't predominantly plant based. I don't. I don't have a label. I am. I am what I am, which is someone who doesn't eat fish. Because obviously, you shouldn't fucking eat fish. Like, obviously, you don't agree.
1: Um. So this was kind of the like the crux of the matter that I was getting to, is I watched this documentary, and I was like, man, we probably shouldn't eat fish, because I've always been like, we should eat less meat. Like, we all know this. I don't want to eat no meat. I wish meat was more ethical, Um. but I'll eat fish instead, because it's less damaging for the environment. And I watched this, and I was like, wow, I just never really checked. And a lot of the... So, a lot of the fallout now from this movie, is people like, movie, documentary, maybe movie, whatever, are like, no, he made loads of errors, he got loads of stuff wrong, but in reading through everything, I was like, okay, yes, there are definitely some things that are, like, factually incorrect, and there's some stuff where I'm like, yeah, he didn't Portray that very fairly but there's a lot of stuff which i'm like you just can't argue that this is the dumbest thing that we mm. could ever allow to happen like that thing where they drag giant nets along the ocean floor and it trashes everything trawling trawling i'm like that's clearly dumb and nobody have, and i i spent a long time today being like why is everyone so mad at this what alternate points of view are there what have other people come out and said and no one has been like trawling's fine actually he was wrong about that so I feel like anyone <laughs> anyone that's been like, well, he actually, you know, that, that fact was actually from 2006 and we, six months ago, proved that that wasn't actually correct anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, okay. But what about some of these issues you raised which are really valid? Mm-hmm. Why is that
0: happening? Mm-hmm. So the, the thing is, is I, I think the underlying thesis is an, is an interesting one. And that is not... Uh, and I think the the reason it's a conspiracy, and the same about cowspiracy. Although I think they did a bad job representing it in cowspiracy, but the underlying theory thesis, the reason it's a conspiracy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, is that not that these things are bad for you. That that would not be a be a compelling movie to watch, but that the re that there are other market factors that are the reason these things aren't being discussed publicly. Mm. Which is, you know, which is the mm. the case for um uh, you know for C Spiracy and for cowspiracy both and I and I think is a is a valid argument and I think in some ways uh C Spiracy does a lot better job uh, bringing that point across. Because like so the thing about cowspiracy is like Um, You know, we hear all this stuff about uh, CO2 emissions and about pollution and how much pollution is put out by cars and the push towards electric vehicles and all those things. And really trying to, trying to tackle that as the only issue for global warming is not effective because there's this bigger, there's this bigger thing that's happening that is off limits to talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, people like people don't want to fucking hear about it. Like people don't want to hear about why they shouldn't eat beef. Mm -hmm. People don't want to hear about factory farming. People just don't want to hear it. So like... It, you know as a result we've we've started talking about um you know how you should install solar panels and and how you know how you should take the bus instead of driving a car or ride a bicycle or you know uh, all, all these things when really like the you know meat production is a larger contributor in some cases, a larger contributor the, to these things um that nobody's allowed to talk about. Mm. And in Cowspiracy, he did it by, like, calling, like, random organizations and, like, being obnoxious with them when they had, you know, when, you know, they had no ability to really talk about the things that he was asking them. Um, In C-spiracy, I think it's, I think, you know, a lot of this stuff is very interesting and, and gets the point across quite well. There are obviously always going to be... Things you can nitpick about it mm-hmm. and things you can go for against, uh, you know, things you can claim are cherry-picked, things you, you know, you agree or disagree with. I mean, this stuff will go back and forth to the end of time.
1: Like, you know, I, I don't want to be told, absolutely, there you cannot eat fish, there is no way to eat fish. I do eat fish. I watched this one documentary and I was like, I need to be asking more questions. But what I didn't like was he, the conclusion he drew at the end was there is absolutely no way to do this that is sustainable. So we're not factoring in like, yes, animals feel pain. Is it okay to kill something? Like I eat those things. So I think, yes, it is okay. But, you know, a lot of organizations have come out and been like, there are sustainable ways. We're not doing it though. And no governments are enforcing it. And there's no way of like policing it because it's like that ocean. So Mm -hmm. then on an individual level, like, okay, so am I forced to give up this thing? because nobody else, like no one else will take responsibility. But what am I as one person going to do? Like hope that other one, like one by one by one by one, like the power of one, but actually why aren't governments just being like, you cannot trawl. Like you cannot trawl in our waters, it is a crime.
0: Mm-hmm. It is
1: banned, illegal, done.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: why Why don't we just do that? Yes, the price of fish would go up. And like another one of the arguments is they're like, oh, by saying no one can sustain, sustainably fish, you know, and he goes to like the west coast of Africa and he's like, you know, commercial fishing is taking food out of local people's mouths. And then in the same breath, it's like, there is no way of sustainable fishing. And I would argue that local people that is like two people in a canoe fishing with a rod, that is sustainable fishing because they're taking a small amount, which is always going to regenerate more than they take. So I think that's kind of unfair. But I don't think that also don't think that was a point he was going to make. I think people right. are using that to undermine his larger argument.
0: Right. Um, we just
1: don't live in a world where everybody is going to be like, "Cool, I want fish for dinner." Off I go with my rod. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that's not realistic. Um, I but mean I that's that's that the with...
0: same that's the same p- argument people make about factory farming. Also, mm. is is like you know people ask me like, uh, "Oh, you don't you don't eat eggs?" But like, what if I had a what if I had a chicken in my backyard and it mm. laid eggs like. Like, okay, I guess I'd have to fucking think about it, but like that's not that's not, that's not the, the situation. and and the same with Spiracy is like it's it's important to understand like that's not our situation. Mm. you know?
1: Like I feel like everybody knows we must consume less meat. We must we not we yeah, no, we must. We must and we should consume less meat, less fish, less animal products. There are options that are available. As like replacements, they tend to be expensive. But you know, eat vegetables. There are like there are options. Eat corn, as we discussed last week. <laughs> Loads you of corn. you eat
0: it anyway. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, we like, discussed have, last week. Just
1: have more corn. Um, it's it's in the fish that you eat. Um, but I think I think if you approach people and you're like the only option is stop, people won't. But if you go to like a middle class person in England and you say to them, you can buy this fish and it's trashing the planet. Or you can buy this fish, which has been farmed in a way that actually is sustainable and isn't trashing the environment. Like, why haven't we cracked fish farming in a way that isn't horrific for the environment? Like, come on. There must be a way that you could do it that's better. And if you told people, look, this is four times the price, but you can eat this, apart from the fact that an animal has died, if you're okay with that, in terms of the environment, you can eat this guilt-free. I think people would pay it. I would. So I was like, I can still have what I want, but without feeling awful. Like, why, why aren't we fixing this better? Like, why aren't people being smarter?
0: I don't, I don't think, uh, and and there's a, there's a few problems with like that.
1: Like, I buy free-range eggs, not battery, not, like, battery eggs.
0: I don't think there's any difference between the eggs that, that you buy that are labeled free-range and a, a normal, a normal egg. Mm. Uh, but regardless of that.
1: I would contest um, that.
0: Uh, from, like, we'll, chicken farms
1: in England. We'll,
0: we'll put that in another podcast. Okay.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like not today, not today.
0: I don't think people are that inclined to spend more for for food that is less damaging or more healthy or something like that. The existence of McDonald's is is the proof of that.
1: But again, then the existence of like free range, which people buy, and I, I can't speak for in America, but in the UK, um, free range, especially in middle class supermarkets, mm-hmm. is like very heavily stocked, like free range eggs, free range chickens, free range duck like yeah. that's a much more common thing to buy um and it's is, it is bought like people pay for it and what's the difference in taste I don't know. like if you're using it in a cake i don't know
0: right so. i think the 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 price of eggs um Sure, that's one thing that, that people pay for that's increased a little bit. It's not quite the same scale as the, the price of meat if mm. it's not factory farmed. I mean mm. the price of the price of beef if we didn't have large scale factory farming would be astronomical. Yeah. It would be insane. It's like when they said um, like basically like what if they made iPhones in the US? And the iPhones were like ten thousand dollars <laughs> or something, and it's like, and everyone's like, "Oh, I would pay a bit more for so and so." It's like, no, you fucking wouldn't. Yeah, like not you, that much. Uh, and I, I do think food has to be food has to be considered at scale like that. Mm. Um, uh, but but the know. other, but the other, the other thing on on that same point is that corporations. Will never act in that interest. No, never. I mean, if 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 you can do something sustainably for you know uh, an extra nickel per unit, uh, you know corporations will 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 shave that cost any how way they possibly it, how much can. How is a
1: nickel? Like a
0: penny, a cent. Uh, a nickel is five cents, five dear.
1: Cents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why would I know? <laughs> five pence for us British? <laughs>
0: You don't use the word nickel? No, of course not. Oh, wow.
1: That's a ridiculous word. <laughs> but the way America does money is ridiculous. Like, 25 cents is... That's not, like, a reasonable denomination of... <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'm going to have words. Um, but yes, corporations, ridiculous. But again, like, I am I feel, like, offended and mad. I'm like, government, I do shit. Like, but Make them. Like stop being like I as an individual have to completely quit everything. Instead, be like McDonald's, fillet a fish, sort it out. Or like you're not allowed. Like KFC is no longer allowed to use battery farming. In fact, we banned fat battery farming of chicken.
0: But what's know. the but like what I I'm like, not make McDonald's stop. Make okay, KFC so stop. like I think, uh, but like make them stop. What like this mm. is this is where where like I I think that like you know, your takeaway from something like Seaspiracy and my takeaway are a bit different Mm. because I think, you know, Seaspiracy, you know, did a decent job, you know, kind of attacking all angles of, of the issue that we're, that we're looking at. It's Mm. like fish, Obtained via this method is bad, so we should farm it. Oh, farming is bad. Oh, so we should get it overseas where we can uh, farm it more sustainably. Oh, this is bad for this reason, mm-hmm. and he kind of goes after all those all all those reasons. So if you're like McDonald's, stop with this fillet of fish mm-hmm. thing. Like what are like mm-hmm. what's the what's the solution? Yeah. The only the only real solution in my mind is like you shouldn't be eating it. Mm. Like I'm I'm sorry. I am not I don't judge you for eating for eating the way you do, mm. but like you as, as someone who's sitting here saying this needs to be stopped, mm. like like how like what exactly are they to stop?
1: Mm. I think it needs to be changed. This is what what I was saying a minute ago. I can't believe There isn't a better way of doing this. Because Mm -hmm. I don't think... I think people hear, like, oh, farmed fish. And they're like, oh, cool. Well, that's a sustainable way of doing Mm -hmm. it. And I think it's a lot of, like, misinformation. Um, I just think there should be a better way. And if there isn't, we have to stop. Like, I think that is the answer. But I'm like, come on. Because I don't want to. And you... I just don't think people will. I do not think people will give up eating fish or give up eating meat. Mm -hmm. People won't do it. So it needs to become... Like, it needs to be more regulated. It Mm. needs to be, animals need to have better conditions. We need to stop trawling the oceans. That trawling really upset Mm -hmm. me. He had a very good graphic. Mm Oh, God, it's really resonating. (laughs) Um, But so regulations have to be higher. Yes, meat has to be more expensive. There are other forms of protein. Do more education in school about where you can get other forms of protein. Because the other big argument that's given a lot um, by people is that, oh, if you make meat more expensive, then people that are poorer can't afford meat. Like, but that's how, like, the world works. Mm. Like, things are expensive, poor people can't afford it. I know.
0: Mm. Like,
1: that's, that, is, that is it. Um, but there are other options, and there are loads of th- other things you can take protein from. You don't eat meat. If, I mean, you're quite skinny, but apart from that, like, you're fine, like, you're healthy. People won't stop. People won't stop. So right. let's I agree. force the situation to be better so that if you are going to do it, it does the least damage and the least impact possible. Like, I grew up on a farm... I grew up on a farm where we raise sheep and we kill them and we eat them. Mm-hmm. We have chickens in the garden. Mm-hmm. So our eggs do come from our chickens. Right. We have chickens and ducks actually. And they scratch around in the garden, like they have a lovely time. Um they live into their old age. They stop laying and we still they still run around the garden mm-hmm. because, you know, like of course they do. Um, you know, the sheep that we have at home have a nice life, they're killed in a humane way, we eat them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay with that. And I've seen how it can be done in a way that isn't horrific. Right. But we need to do that more. Right. It should be harder, like, to be awful. Right. Like, battery chickens make me mad. It
0: should be harder to be awful. Yes. That's very poetic. Thank you. I think we should leave it there.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: our last segment late to the game
1: um I'm not late to the game today
0: me neither fuck
1: fuck oh my god are we caught up on everything
0: um surely surely not um, um have
1: you discovered a new podcast I've discovered a new podcast I like so I've started listening to this new podcast and it's called Wheel of Misfortune. Mm. Uh, it's by one of my favourite uh, comedians, an Irish lady called Alison Spittle, and her friend Fern. Mm. Um, and every week they spin the wheel and have a different topic um, and have a different comedian on to tell stories about the topic. But they don't know what the topic is until they get there. They've done period pain, lies, uh, stranger danger, holidays in hell. And they have no idea what the topic's going to be until they spin the wheel and they discuss it. Um, And then they have people that call in with like funny things on that topic that have happened to them. Uh Um, And it's now become my favorite thing to listen to as I fall asleep or when I'm in the bath. Because it just makes me feel like I've really got my shit together. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like no matter how bad my life is, it's not that bad.
0: Brilliant. It's very funny. So, if you're not late to the game, check out Wheel of Misfortune.
1: Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to be late to the game. Or if you don't want to. I mean, you already are. If you want to jump on, <laughs> on the late to the game bandwagon, check out this podcast. This has been What It's About, a podcast full of strongly held and poorly researched opinions. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at What It's About Pod. You can email suggestions, questions, or comments, as long as they're nice whatitsaboutpod at gmail.com and finally our website is whatitsabout.fun yes that's dot fun
0: our intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole other music this week from Ashutosh Music Mative and Whataboy
1: I'm Claire and this is Kyle thank you for listening She was like, you're starting to sound so American. I hardly recognize you. I don't know if people would know you're British anymore.
0: Uh, I think people would know.
1: I don't think I've ever been so insulted.
0: Um, Tea break.